0: What up, y'all? It's me, back in this bitch, J Ray Unleashed, Ron Unfiltered. You already fucking know. Don't act like you don't. So, I'm back in this bitch because I got something to say. I'm sorry if y'all wanted Mike, unfortunately, he's recovering from a bout of COVID. Uh, It was pretty nasty, but he's uh, recovering nicely, and I'm sure I will have him back. As a matter of fact, I'm going to use this episode as an opportunity to post some old archives. Like, I, I swear I got archives, you know, from me and Mike, you know, like, people got unreleased footage on Tupac, you know, so pardon me, I'm just, I just be, like, sitting here on this shit, like, unreleased, so, you know, just hang back, you know, and, and it'll come, you know, but I just be wondering what these conversations could bring to the the society as a whole. And, you know, when I go back and listen to them, I'm like, yeah, that was a good conversation. So oftentimes I will post them, but I'm just doing a solo. I don't want to keep nobody too long tonight. And usually when it's with Mike, you know, we can go easily into an hour. So, uh, so I'm going to have to tell, you know, Mike in the future that, you know, we have to tailor these shows you know to the uh to the format of the application that we using because you know I actually had a really good podcast with my good friend Mike and Chris and basically y'all would love Chris she's a hoop. like she has like the driest humor but she's like somebody I would consider a best friend for many years and you know, I need to have her on my podcast, so one day she's going to just pop on. It's going to be a little threesome between me, and him, and me, Mike, and, and Chris. So, uh, Chris, Chris, Christy for short. <laughs> so, um, anyway. Yeah, man, but, uh, glad to know Mike, you know, beat that bout of COVID. I heard it was, you know, almost it's crazy. You know, Mike, Mike was so... And and if I could speak candidly, I hope he doesn't mind me speaking, you know, candidly. Uh, Mike has really, you know, cheated death a few times, you know, that I can think of. So, I'm not a religious person, y'all know this. But I don't think the universe has some kind of plan for him. It's not his time to go yet. Whatever that plan is, you know, it may not be big. He may just be here to... And still some kind of wisdom on me I don't know but you know he's like a brother to me so that's why we talk a lot uh, anyway um, quick update so you know, I'm getting settled into my apartment uh, I got a fucking ring camera cuz they ain't got no peephole and I don't like that blind spot you know but it is what it is and raggedy-ass mailman just put my shit right out there where everybody can see it, you know, like, hey, pick me up, I'm random male and shit, like, ugh, but, you know what, to maintain your standard of living, there had to be some compromises made, so, compromises, you know, I don't get the quiet neighborhood, you know, in the, upper middle class suburban you know pseudo suburban area because it's been gentrified you know they pushed me out of that area because of my past transgressions but basically i got you know lucky and i was still able to manage to secure what i would consider comfortable lodgings you know spared for a few pest problems here and there but nothing that can't be handled you know with a a fingertip and some hand sanitizer you know what i mean but Um, I mean, I'm really comfortable where I'm living at right now as far as the inside. You know, now outside is a totally different story outside. Yeah, I don't like outside too much. And as I'm speaking, it's like 420 on this podcast. I feel like I need to light up, you know, to tell y'all. But, you know, uh, I think there's some some business activity outside, you know, I'm not gonna say what kind, but I'm just say business activity. And I don't have no problem with business activity. I just don't want to be involved. I don't want to be involved. Just keep me out of it. There's parking in the front, but there's no activity in the back, so I like to park in the back. That's how I do it, you know. Um, I got a ring camera, like I say, you know. uh, Unfortunately, you know, there's a door right across the hall, so whenever they come home, I get a notification, but. Hey, I'm just looking out for me. Actually, it might be on your to your best interest, because if something happens to you, my ring camera might catch it. I have no intentions except personal safety. But uh, besides that, um, I need to get a new refrigerator, so I gotta make sure I'm here for the people. I mean, the management here is pretty attentive to the problems. I mean. Except for that window in the bathroom. But that's a minor issue, so I, I, I didn't harp on it. But, um, yeah, that needed to be addressed. I'll probably say something about that uh, when the guys come here on tomorrow. As I speak, that's supposed to be when they're coming. But I guess what I've really been feeling is, you know, the, the pressure the, the corp, under the corporate tyranny and, you know, for all of you out there who can relate to me, you know, I, I speak like I'm in a silo, in a bubble, but I know what I'm going through is not something that's unique at all. You know, it's very elementary in, in this capitalist society that we're working in. And like I say, fuck capitalism because it hasn't benefited anybody who ain't had already been born with a silver spoon in their mouth and a platinum thermometer up they ass crack. Yes, I'm talking about you, Mr. Donald Trump. So, you know, I mean basically it is just it's a it's a vulturistic system. It preys on the poor and the working class. I represent both. So, you know, I mean you know, poor working and barely middle class, as, you know, the great Senator Nina Turner would say. Um But, you know, we don't benefit from it. We have to pay for everything. We have to pay the higher taxes. You know, we have the least amount of vacations, the least access to free time and leisure activities yet. You know, we're busting our ass the hardest. We're getting the most production out of any generation. I don't give a fuck with nobody say yes. Our older, look, I give reverence to our grandparents, our great grandparents, our parents, everybody that did it before us because they did it with less and they had to do it for longer. And God bless them if they're still here with us. My grandma's not here with me, but that's because she busted ass the long way when we didn't have rights. But here we are in 2023. And it's like we still don't have rights because they found a new way to enslave us with these stipulations of lifestyle. You know, it's like you build up a, a, a quality of life. You build up a, a standard of living. And all of a sudden that standard of living becomes unaffordable. Well, when it becomes unaffordable, what do you do to make it affordable? You you borrow money, you know, you get credit, you know, you. You take out loans and stuff. And taking out loans, is nothing wrong with that. But see, the rich people, those at the top 1%, they have access to interest-free loans. They have access to interest-free money. So they get to borrow money that, yes, they might pay it back, but they really never have to pay it back. And as a matter of fact, they get to borrow money. And they get a tax break on the money that they borrowed and the money that they give away. So these motherfuckers is getting all the perks on top. It's like you got a fucking, uh, it's like you got a fucking cheesecake. Cheesecake is already good, but you got to have some swirls on that shit. You got to add some caramel. You know, they get the fucking cheesecake. They get the swirls. They get. The, and I sound bitter. Yes, maybe I am bitter because I'm, I'm woke now, you know, as they like to say. Fuck Bill Maher too, and and, in club random. You know, I I, I still watch Bill Bill Maher with my mama. You know, real time. But you know, fuck his neoliberal, you know, corporatist ass too, because you know he's a comedian. I mean, of course he hated the pandemic because he wasn't able to make money when people show up to his live venues. I mean, duh. I would hate being locked up too. You know if. My bread and butter was making people come out of their house. But, you know, his opinion is becoming less and less valid to me now that I see he only has a personal agenda for making sure that he still has a venue to go to when he wants to do his, you know, perform his art. But, you know, hey, Bill, you did a good job, you know, doing it in your house with the laugh tracks. You know, you did, you, you made it work. You know, fuck your opinion, but you made it work you know, and you may never have me as a guest on your show, but (laughs) this is my platform. And and since I'm nobody, I can say what the fuck I want, but I digress. So under this corporate thumb of capitalism, um, when this pandemic hit, you know, I, I was presented with different hours, you know, now, you know, put it on fate or whatever it was, there was a, a a brief window, a very, very brief window of opportunity for an earlier shift, but because, you know, I had already kind of figured out a way to work my current shift, you know, I, I hadn't really jumped on it, you know. I guess they say the early bird gets the worm, as they say, you know. but. At this point, I didn't realize it was something that was so limited. You know, it was like that one time in 2020, I think it was, they offered a morning shift and I didn't take it. And the thing about it was, I think that it was so early, but then I looked back and it was like, well, shit, I'd rather wake up and see the sun rising than get off and see the sun has already set. I'm tired of it. You know, that that really fucks with my head. You know, it's been fucking with my head, and my boss lady knows it fucks with my head. Yet she claims she doesn't have the autonomy to better my situation, and I'm stuck where I'm at until I find another option for employment, which is a shitty option because I've toiled and put my tears and sweat and probably blood, too, into this position that I put. You know, and they can't even promise me, you know, the the position that they know that I enjoy because the corporate structure will not allow them to just let me do what they want me to do, or in essence, let me do what I want to do. And so it becomes a conflict where you have a work-life balance that is clearly out of sync You know, I used to get off of work at 4, maybe 4.30. At the latest, I might have gotten off at 6.30 at one point. 6.30 was the latest I got off, you know, on a weekday. I recall working some weekends early in my career, late. But then I, you know, worked my way back into all morning shifts. And I was happy with that. I mean, I, I bitched about it, but I still had a life. And then when Trump came around, you know, I found activism. I wanted to be involved in a community, go to town halls, you know, call people up after work when they come home and remind them that there's elections going on and that, you know, the, the people that they already elected are speaking out and, you know, you get a chance to, you know, let them hear your concerns. You know, I got to do all of that different stuff. I got awards and accolades, and I've earned academies and, you know, trainings and stuff like that because of the work I've done trying to engage the community politically. But they robbed me of that. They, they, they They basically drowned me in work. They took away those hours that I used for activism and said, no. You must serve the corporate master. You shall not be able to serve your civic duty. And that shit fucked with me. It still fucks with me on a daily basis. That's why I have this platform, because I don't have no outlet. They took away my outlet. When you talk about people power, being able to be engaged in those meetings gave me people power. And they cut off the electricity. Now, how you like that they took away my power to feel like a person a whole person not just a fucking cog in a corporate machine I felt like a whole person and they cut off the fucking power just like they cut off your electricity and ever since that I've been in the dark about who I am what I am I don't know I'm lost right now. I'm still floundering around in this, in this darkness. They don't understand. And they won't even take the time to listen to me. The only time they even talk to me is when they want to reprimand me over some bad stats. And I say, fuck them stats. Bitch, I come to work every day. That should be enough. Period. Anything else, you lucky. You lucky. But that's not this way this corporate world works. It's always about the bottom line. Who's bleeding money? Who's not pulling their weight? To the which I say, fuck y'all, I am pulling my weight. But this weight is becoming too fucking heavy when you're pulling it all goddamn day at this rate. Granted, I don't work a very strenuous job. Let me remind y'all, I work remotely, I'm a call center operator, I answer phones for a living, but guess what? That's all I get to do for eight miserable hours of my day. And one might say, well, you could go out there and get another job, yeah, maybe. I've tried to get other jobs, other jobs that were morally as well as financially fulfilling. Yes, you could jump to another slave ship. And be just as miserable. And not even like and hate what you do even more. It's not what I'm looking for. I'm looking for a job that makes me feel like a whole person. Not just another fucking cog in a machine. Maybe I'm looking for it too much. Maybe I'm an idealist. Maybe I am a utopian. But fuck, I see people that are happy after they get off work. I want that feeling again. I haven't had that shit I've been miserable Like a bad marriage So like I I, I use this uh, This analogy That's why I fucking got on this podcast So Like I said You know When My friends and family Try to reach out to me And they're like What are you doing? And I say Working Or they text me What are you doing? At work Doesn't matter what time of day, 12 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 6 o'clock, at work. It makes me feel like I'm a fucking workaholic. But in actuality, I am drowning in work. Like, if you were a fucking, like, I'm not that tall. So, if you put me in a swimming pool and the water goes about four feet deep, I'm good. I know I can still breathe. So, look at time as that swimming pool. When I was getting off at 4 p.m., I could still breathe. I still had a whole day ahead of me that I could figure out some shit. There was still activities that I could get involved in, get engaged in. But when you push me to that... Oh, they pushed me to 9.30. I forgot that. They said they couldn't offer me another morning shift because it wasn't available okay fine that was how they fucked me after I had quit being a supervisor because they realized that I realized this is too much fucking work and not enough fucking money and I wouldn't stand for it so I took a principal stand and I stepped down as a supervisor because it was too fucking stressful and I was gonna have words with that boss lady and I didn't want to have words with the boss lady so I said you know what I'll just step down, period. I don't want this shit no more. It's too much to, you know what? Y'all didn't train me right. And as a matter of fact, this shit ain't what I what I was hoping it would be. It's actually worse, much worse. So, and I didn't want the position when when they offered it to me. I wanted it a year earlier when they offered it to me. Then they, you know, basically lukewarmly offered it to me when they ran out of other options. The next year and I was kind of bitter about that you know when they had to do it you know when they had the luxury of time to actually train me correctly they didn't do it but they want to train somebody who came in after me and by the way isn't there anymore and you know kissed butt you know and all that shit you know To be able to make their way up to the top. You know. I give them credit. They played the game. They played the game. And I wasn't. Actually we hung out before. I ate food. You know. I don't have nothing against this young lady. But. Truth be told. I felt like I was more qualified. and, And given the right circumstances. I would have been better at that position. But I was set up to fail. So. Fuck that position. I don't want it no more. What I want is my fucking work, life, balance back. So, when I talk about balance. Four four o'clock, four feet. Seven o'clock, eight o'clock. They talking about more water that I have to take in. I have to basically start. Once you get above that four foot mark. Then you start, you know, waving your hands. Then you start getting gassed. Okay? So... You know what they did is they gave me a uh a life preserver if you will which is dispatching and, and dispatching basically you know I, I sit there and i call out the necessary emergencies and i clear out the ones that don't but you know it's not as much phone time so i get like five hours of phone time and maybe if I'm lucky, I might get two or three hours of dispatch time. But that shit is never guaranteed. So I'm sitting there stressing for like four or five hours, hoping I get it. And some days it didn't come. And I was like, you bitches. You motherfuckers, like, like Denzel said on training day. But yeah, I mean, basically that's all like drowning in work that's uh that's where i'm at you know i'm not a workaholic i'm just fucking drowning in work because the hours that i had allotted for my personal ben- my personal achievement time has been flooded out by the corporate tyranny saying that i have to do what they want me to do in order to keep this income steady and I'm still trying to find other options. Stay tuned, y'all, because I I haven't stopped looking. It's just, you know, I figured out the housing situation, I gotta figure out this raggedy-ass job situation. Because I can tell they're getting tired of me and I'm getting tired of them. But who will step up first and who will step away first? That's what we are gonna find out. I'm holding my ground. As long as I got a paycheck, I'm holding my ground. But it's hard, y'all. Day to day. Every day I'm hustling. A job is a job. I don't care if you're on the radio, if you pick up trash for a living, if you do hair, if you cut hair, if you're on the assembly line. A job is a job, is a job. And whatever talents it requires on a daily basis, you just get drained doing that shit. And I'm drained. So, I'm just checking in. I think I gave y'all a good less than 30 minutes of leisure time to listen to me talk. And hopefully, you know, may have been able to relate or at least understand where I'm coming from and thank you for listening. Be sure to share and listen with your friends. You know, maybe y'all might be finding a way to figure out some shit that might help us all out. Because I'm not just saying this shit to, to just vent, you know, like there's things we can do. We need to vote these raggedy motherfuckers out of office who keep letting these rich motherfuckers use all of our time to make their buckets fuller while we slave away until we get old and broken down and we die before we even able to collect retirement benefits which they want to get rid of but that's a whole nother conversation y'all y'all stay blessed and whatever time of day it is y'all be good this is J ray unleashed raw and unfiltered fuck what you heard
1: peace Yo,
0: yo, yo. Yo, what's up? (laughs) So what was on your mind now about this? uh, We we having a, a chat about life and shit. So my question was, when you think
1: seem seeing unfair to want someone to be here who's in pain who's suffering don't you think that's selfish for you to want them to be there if that's something that they don't want to, to do like you know what I'm saying like you may want them to be around because you don't want to lose them but I mean do you think
0: it's right for you to take the freedom of choice away from them? Well, um, I could play devil's advocate right here and just be like, well, you know, it depends on that person. So if a person has a lot of responsibilities and uh, things of that nature that they've accumulated, you know, things and stuff like that, You know, for instance, Robin Williams, you know, he committed suicide because he had this mysterious disease that nobody knew he was suffering with. He didn't even know he was suffering with it. It took for his wife to figure out that he had a rare disease nobody knew he was suffering with, and he didn't feel like himself. I felt selfish for him to just you know commit I mean this is the funniest man one of the funniest men alive that I knew in ever and yet what could possess him because you were telling me you were just watching Patch Adams the other day right case in point I don't know anybody unless you like living on an island somewhere under a rock that hasn't been touched by the artistic genius of Robin Williams am I not correct at least anybody I grew up with I agree so I mean that's a good point you make like it probably felt selfish to everybody who was fans like we gave you all this money and attention and fame and you just left us like that without an explanation Now, as a person, on the other side of that, I'm bitter because, like, I want to keep you around because I know, well, for one, you know, there's, there's that thought that those memories will never come back. And you know, we greedy. We we want all the memories we can we can have, you know. We want we want people that we love or admire or cherish. You know, if if we really, you know, love them that much, want them around forever, you know, that that's that uh what they call agape love, that forever love, you know. You know, and that kind of love could last like friendships, you know, friendships are a great, you know, just, you know, people you've been knowing, people you've called your brothers and sisters and, and you know, people that you've, you know, watched grow, you know, that type of love where, you know, those people, those people don't want to see you not be around because... You know, all those memories you accumulated, you don't want to stop, you know, the memories from happening. So you keep them around because you feel like uh, maybe they're just going through a rough rough patch in their life, but they'll get over it and the good times will come back. But to answer your question, because I'm beating around the bush. I still I ain't I ain't touched five minutes. <laughs> but I say all that to say, um, I don't think it's fair. Um at this point in my life as an adult, I understand, you know, people have freedoms and you know, this COVID shit with vaccines and all this shit, you know, it really put it in perspective how much people like people are willing to like let some garbage ass people fucking be in power just because they can do what the fuck they want. No matter if everybody else is fucked, it's just people just want freedom. And it's like, what does that shit mean to a lot of people? You know, everybody be wanting that shit. And it's like, there's no freedom if you always got somebody telling you, you got to live because we want you to. I'm going to step back because I know you had a put brought this up, but I just wanted to say my piece and I know you got a lot to say, honestly. So. No, no, no. Go ahead. You good?
1: Finish. Finish
0: what you say. Uh, that's pretty much what I'm saying. You know, it ain't fucking fair. You know, but you know, it's always a, it's always a tug of war. You know, at the end of the day, you know, as a family member or a friend who, you know, has shared good times with a person, you never want to hear them say that I don't fucking care about living no more. And from the other side, you don't want to hear somebody say, well, fuck, what am I living for if I'm not enjoying it? If I have to go through all these different changes and routines and medications and, and you know, doctors. You know, it's like all the shit that I have to do just to maintain, just to go through life, just to be the being that you see in front of you, just to still exist I could see it from both sides it it sucks because both sides are not really wrong in how they feel what you do about it fuck I don't
1: don't even know Like, I don't know what to do about it but it's like you know even with a car accident that i had everybody i got into a real bad car accident but i escaped with no bruises, no cuts
0: no broken bones no nothing i'm basically super superman yeah bro yeah i i i i was telling my mama when i found out because he he wanted to because this dude just wanted to run to to, to houston and I, I mean i'm his cousin i'm 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 trying to be his advocate for freedom and and and, and all that and you know I I, I I mean he did what he wanted to do, but it might not have been the smartest decision. But he made it unscathed, thank God. For us, but for him, well, you could say how you feel, but I mean, basically, you know, we thought we was going, we thought he was going to be playing the strings real soon, and we was gonna have to you know, get get the family together for for arrangements. And uh, I wasn't ready to, to, to put, none of us were ready to, to lose Mike like that. Mike, you know, you've been having this conversation with me. Um, I know you're really going through a tough time. People really don't know your backstory. <laughs> Maybe you could spin off your own podcast as a, you know, therapy. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, you might, sometimes you might just have shit you want to say and you ain't got nobody to talk to just push record but um and i would be glad to be a guest on that one if you wanted to but um sure? i mean uh yeah man like that was a close call uh god ain't ready for you yet so you know i, I i'm glad to have this podcast because i honestly thought my next podcast was gonna be a totally different conversation <laughs> but uh i mean selfishly I am glad you made it out, even if you might not be.
1: Well, y'all, let me let me explain one little thing. Now, I don't want y'all to listen to this and think that, oh, he's an asshole because I have somebody in my family who died and I didn't want them to go. But he up in one and all this other shit. It's not, it's not like... I'm not saying that I just want to fucking like I just want to just die, you know what I'm saying? Like, because to be honest with y'all, if I just wanted to, I would just try to do it, you know what I'm saying? But what I'm what I'm saying is that I'm going through such a tough time in my life right now with family, sickness, with diabetes. All of that stuff is just—it's just a lot on me, and I just felt like in that moment I felt like if I was gonna go, this would have been the perfect time for me to go. And I was okay, and I and I made my peace with God and everything, and, and I was ready. I was okay, and then. For whatever reason my soul was leaving my body he kicked that nigga right back down the 300 fucking the sparta hole the sparta hole and put my soul back in my body and for what I don't know why because just like y'all I feel like because of the fact that I don't necessarily want to be here that there are some people in the world that he could have saved and let me just let me just pass because I didn't want to be here anyway. You know, but for whatever reason, I'm here. I don't know why. I wish he would. Uh, sometimes I just wish he would tell me why, so I can understand. Because right now I'm so confused, and I'm so confused because I made it out of that accident. If y'all saw the pictures, y'all would look at me and be like, "How are you not hurt? How do you not have a bruise on you, a cut?" Uh, 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 a broken finger a broken toe like how you don't have something and your airbag went off you ain't even got a bruise in your face for <laughs> to, to even show that the airbag went off like nothing I have nothing nothing and I don't understand how that happened I'm confused.
0: Well... So. was your time.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I, mean, I guess we could just say it wasn't my time, but... I mean, has anybody ever got hit in the face with a, uh... With a, uh... With an airbag? When y'all listen to this, comment below and let me know. And tell me does it hurt or not, because I'm going to be honest with y'all. That airbag went off, and I don't remember it. I don't remember my face hurting after that. It's kind of like, it's like, it's like taking a punch to the face and it's not affecting you at all. And if I can take an
0: airbag to the face, then I'm a dangerous person, and you might not wanna fuck with me if you see me on the street. <laughs> <laughs> you got got an iron jaw like the fucking Terminator or some shit. I don't know.
1: Yeah, but I'm Mike Tyson,
0: honestly. <laughs> 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 nigga bite your ear. Nigga can't even knock
1: me down.
0: You know what I? I you know what I have a theory, Mike. I, I'm I'm just saying i think the weed might have might have helped you like get through that a little bit easier you think
1: bruh because I, I mean when i saw i mean i kind of saw the airbag kind of when they well i kind, not okay so when i was in when i was in the car i was unconscious but i could hear i was unconscious but i could hear people talking but i didn't know that that was people outside the car talking. I thought that I was just like dreaming or some shit, you know? And uh, when the police got there, they were like hitting me on my chest. At first I could feel it then it was pinching my fingers so I could feel pain, so I could wake up. Um, They resuscitated me and then I opened my eyes and I kind of, I saw, I saw the airbag but I didn't see the rest of the car. I didn't see, I didn't see them. But, the, took the, um, the seatbelt and pulled me out from the front to, and they pulled me out from the front seat through the back seat. Because I guess they couldn't get me out the, the front doors. So they had to pull me out through the back doors. Yeah. And this is stuff that I was told. I don't even know. I, I didn't witness this. This is stuff that they was telling me that happened. And... uh they put one of them uh, neck things on me.
0: And the brace.
1: Yeah, and it was like, your neck hurt? I was like, I mean, <laughs> from what I could say, I was like, I'm not in pain at all. I wasn't, I don't know if I was bleeding or not. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I really don't know. Like, I, I, <sighs> I couldn't tell you, the only thing I kinda started to remember is when I started coming to in the hospital is that they started cutting my clothes off with scissors. Oh yeah, yeah. Bruh, if
0: I'd have been in my mind, I'd have
1: been like, don't cut my fucking Adidas pants. Can't you just, out, man, when I realized that they had cut my pants I'm like,' where y'all
0: couldn't you just pull them off, yeah, you know they always cut your clothes in the hospital yeah they don't have time to worry about the the fucking material of your fabric like fuck if you don't have i, I mean I know I know the intent I always disagree with that shit. It's like if y'all gonna cut people's clothes and and let's just lighten the mood up a little bit because I know this this was a heavy conversation. And, you know, I appreciate, hopefully, Mike, this was therapeutic for you to be able to share this with with the platform and just, like, let people know, you know, we laugh and talk and shit, but there's some pain behind the smiles. And, you know, I just try to, like, you know, shit. But I was saying, like, yeah, they want to cut people's clothes off. Can y'all come up with some fucking better... Like hospital clothes and them fucked up gowns, yeah, like yeah, they have
1: your ass.
0: La- your like ass like
1: feet all out. Like
0: in in like fifty something years, they have not come up with a better temporary like robe than that assless gown. Like that shit is horrible. Like
1: right, you can't give me no scrubs, but
0: like cannot I, can I have a shirt to a pair of pants? Like yeah, oh. I, I I feel like. Like, like can that be like a law or something Like the patient The, the, the patient uh, 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 Dignity act or some shit Cause I tell you Nothing num- nothing humbles a motherfucker more Than having to fucking step outside In that goddamn road With, with your ass backed out <laughs> With your ass out Especially when you step out of the room And you gotta go to Like PT
1: or something like that Physical therapy you sitting in the chair with your ass meat on, on, <laughs> on that cold, blanket, cold. On some fucking blankets. That's in a wheelchair. That they got a roll. That's just because it's, I, you know, I experienced that shit the other day. Like I, they took me down for physical therapy, and I'm talking about the breeze that was going through my body. As we was walking down that hallway to
0: get to physical therapy, mom my ass was cold. Man, bruh, like, being in a hospital is just horrible enough, but it's like when they cut your clothes off and it's like. Man.
1: Oh, and they got horrible fucking food. My God. I don't know why hospitals got terrible food. How you want somebody to get better and you feed them dog shit? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's supposed to be healthy, Mike. Man. You can't
1: feed somebody
0: dog shit and call it healthy. <laughs> I know. I ain't gonna lie. My mama my mama had some... Well, you know, it wasn't good. But, I mean, as far as hospital food, it was... It was aight. You know what I mean? When she had to go in the hospital. We sat there and, and shared a plate. You know what I'm saying? But... You know, like, yeah, that shit ain't definitely nothing. You would be like, ooh, let me come back and get get a plate before I go, you know? It it ain't that type of shit, like. I'm telling you, bro, I had some pot roast. The meat looked like meatloaf. I was like, I thought
1: this was pot roast. I was like, "This this shit is like meatloaf. I'm like, y'all sure y'all got the right meat? I'm like, you know what? It seems like y'all meat is confused, so I'm not gonna eat
0: that. So confused ass meat. They don't know if it wanna be beef, tofu, or fucking turkey. What the
1: fuck is it? I don't know. Man, what the fuck is this? This shit, bro, that shit look... You know what that fucking piece of meat look like? This was supposed to be potwraps, okay? This fucking piece of meat look like a piece of brown...
0: A chocolate,
1: like it looked like it was a chocolate
0: pound cake. <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck is this? What, what is this?" What the fuck? What is this tofu fuckery on with gravy on it? <laughs> with gravy on, it and then it
1: wasn't, it wasn't even spreading gravy. It was like they took some gravy and slapped it on top, and the gravy didn't
0: move. <laughs> Just took a spoon and just slapped that shit. Like, it slapped some, like, it on there. And like, then like, spread it, like, it,
1: then it, it had, had
0: to,
1: water. <laughs> That shit was thick. I'm like, bruh. If. Yeah, the gravy ain't supposed to challenge.
0: be thick like pudding. <laughs>
1: bruh, it give clogs on my order. talking about something that's healthy. cause like, if you don't get this stable ass. Gravy? How you have stable gravy?
0: That's, That's
1: gravy. Like pouring gravy and rice, and it don't spread around. That's terrible. You better not eat that shit. That is motor oil.
0: I know, right? I like, like and
1: they that? Sorry, they gave me that pot roast shit like four times. I'm like, bruh. Stop sending that fucking pot roast the fuck up here. It's nasty. Stop sending me that shit. And then they had the nerve to send me some dry ass jambalaya. I'm like, bruh, if you don't take that jambalaya and finish, go back downstairs and finish cooking. This rice is hard.
0: <clears throat> fucking scratch up my esophagus trying to swallow this shit. <laughs> the rib,
1: like swallowing a bag of
0: rocks. Right. This shit is worse than broken glass. Shit. Right,
1: I'm not about to eat no dry-ass jambalaya. What is wrong with y'all? I keep cooking with... You know, I, I can't have a lot of salt, so I get it. But, I mean, my mama know how to cook without a lot of salt, and that shit be good as fuck. I mean, I mean, do I mean, it
0: have to be sweet. so fucking dry. <laughs> yeah,
1: but do it gotta be so dry and tasteless.
0: <laughs> it's just like, like it like they just fucking they just got a fucking box of Insta meal or some shit and they just put that shit on a plate and add a couple of drops of water and it swell up into yeah, the fucking servant tea. Bro,
1: like and they so put it in the microwave. Rashes, <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> some fucking <laughs> astronaut food. That shit came out of a tube. Right <laughs> some fucking, some fucking free
1: great
0: <laughs> fucking freeze-dried gefilte fish or some shit. <laughs> i mean, be—I don't know what the no, fuck. Like they just feel it just like I, I, it'd be like a competition between which lunch is probably the least enjoyable and school lunch probably has stepped its game up over the years. But like,
1: but that hospital food. Like
0: I, I have to put—I don't know. I can't tell the difference between, like, what's worse between hospital food and prison food. You know what? I have to put hospital food because, you know what, at least in in prison, like, if you go to one of them little country jails, you know, because I haven't I been around a block once before, you know what I'm saying? But if you go to one of them little country jails, you know, they serve you fucking, you know, fucking uh, big country breakfast with eggs and fucking... Big ass biscuits and sausage and gravy and eggs and fucking jelly on the side and shit. So you know what? I kinda put prison food over that shit. <laughs> prison I mean, food, is lie, lunch lunch food. food is better than hospital food.
1: It's good because when you go to the cafeteria, they have a better selection. But if <clears> we're talking about room service, is garbage. Room service. Nigga, you must be going to a different kitchen than the one that you getting this food from because this shit look like a catastrophe. Shit look like something you found after the tornado. Where the fuck you get this shit from? What abused cow did you get this meat from?
0: (laughs) This shit look like some shit that rich people had didn't shit look like some rich people leftovers that they didn't want to eat
1: mm-hmm. yeah you know, they be eating some
0: weird shit and, and you know it don't probably last long gotta fucking swallow that shit in two <laughs> bites because it don't don't be nothing but like two bites on a fucking plate anyway be
1: two bites of two your bites
0: chicken. <laughs> yes i'm ready for my next course yeah i, I bet the fuck you are shit <laughs> <laughs> nigga that was two Should bites I bet the
1: fuck you are? I bet the fuck you
0: are. You you'll have a full meal. You beat an ate a full meal by the fifth course. Shit. <laughs> on the real, you just had a slice of
1: chicken.
0: Right, <laughs> a sliver. <laughs> a sliver. <laughs> a sliver of chicken and a bunch of, a bunch of vegetables. <laughs> a b- bunch of vegetables stacked on top. A bunch of,
1: a bunch of uh, what they call them mushrooms.
0: Garnishments and shit And some Some thyme And some yeah, some, man, thyme and some, some, cu- some some clovers Of fucking uh, Of fucking
1: the Shit you can't even eat <laughs> Right <on> <laughs> shit.
0: A little drizzle Of some shit You gotta fucking You gotta take that little sliver And fucking slide it Across the plate So you can actually Have some flavor <laughs> yeah. Cause all the flavor Is in the drizzle But you only got like Fucking two teaspoons two Of drizzle drops, <laughs>
1: Two drops Of drizzle
0: Right, and that's where all and the fucking and flavor... It's on,
1: and it's on the part of the food that you don't eat. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, what?
0: Fuck what? around and put that shit on... on the, like, they fuck around and serve you a five-shrimp platter and all the fucking drizzlers on the shelves. Like, this is bullshit. <laughs> yeah,
1: man. You could've right, took you gotta the gotta shit. Now you gotta suck the juice off the tail. <laughs> right. The flavor on the shrimp. <laughs> right. Fuck around and suck too hard and... <laughs> you just suck the, the eyeball through thro- The back of your throat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you'd be choking as shit.
1: <laughs> Tail and all, you'd be like,
0: oh. <laughs> I swear, if I had money, I still would eat like a po' person, because you know why? The motherfuckers fill that plate. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I haven't eaten. Like I
1: can't... You know, I mean, I don't be really having an appetite, like, talking about it, but I will
0: say I can eat with the best of them. I mean, like, so, so we ain't really talk about it, Mike, so we got off subject, because, I mean, you know, like I said, we got a little, we got a little, uh, dark for a second, but, you know, we still living, we still trying to live the best way we know how, and that's laughing. Laughing is living for us. It's always been that way. Ain't that right, Frank? <laughs> Get your
1: motherfucking hands off me, Frank.
0: <laughs> Give me some skin.
1: <laughs> <Boutay>.
0: <laughs> I don't know what that means. But yeah, bruh. Um, <laughs> what can you eat? Because I don't remember like You don't eat no fried stuff or nothing like that. I know you used to be able to eat. But you know, like... You know... I know you eat a lot of, like, organic fruits and stuff.
1: I mean, I can eat certain vegetables, certain food. Can't have dairy products right now. Um. What else? I mean, that's pretty much it. I can't have a lot of salt, sodium, um.
0: You know, I can't have, like, red sauce. Yeah, let's... And, like, cut, like, a whole, like, 30... And, like, cut your diet to, like, a fifth of what you could eat.
1: I know, but some kind of way... Uh... My mama know how to make some type of red sauce without using tomato sauce. So I don't know, I mean. I, she would have to teach me how to do it or i just try to figure it out myself. I would, You know what? I would probably try to figure it out myself. Like look it up or something.
0: You know, shit, they got all these YouTube recipes nowadays. All these,
1: all these YouTube recipes she worried about whether or not I'm going to know how to cook if I leave be like you don't need to worry there's a lot of there's a lot of instructional videos on youtube that'll teach you how to cook things and then then they'll teach you how to cook certain things too so i'm not worried as long as i follow the instructions what can't go wrong right i feel
0: that's
1: how i feel
0: and push come to shove, that. you know, they got all these goddamn uh, specialty, you know, ordering. Sh- I mean, shit's expensive, but push come to shove, you get meals, you know, fucking custom-, custom made, you know, you get that shit the way you say no soap, no this, no that, whatever. But yeah, I mean, I, I understand, like, your struggle, man. Like, <laughs> you, you. But that is something, like, when you think about, okay, so... Put that on, on, on like, you gotta have a list. Because, you know, me and Mike been having a lot of, you know... Off-record conversations about, you know, his current situation. And, like he said, he has diabetes and it's, you know, been kind of a bitch. You know, and I mean, if you want to share, you know, like... You've been dealing with this shit for a long time. And it's just really, like, taking over where you can't really... You can't really your motor skills anyway. I mean, you know, I, I I tell people, you know, you was like one of the best dancers I ever knew. I was I was jealous of your moves and I was like, finally I, I figured it out now. Like, damn. You can't even dance together. You can't do the kid and play kick, you know what I'm saying? Like
1: not ain't none. <laughs> I really get
0: you know, but I mean, still in all, you got your, you still got your wit about you. And, you know, that's the part of you that people don't want to let go of, you know, people like your personality, for better or worse, you know, you know, I jokingly say you, you, you survived that car wreck because you're an asshole and they say assholes live forever, but good people die young. So obviously that told you what you wanted to know. Am I an asshole? I lived through this car wreck, so I must be.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I must be an asshole. I mean, I'm telling y'all, if y'all saw, if y'all saw what that fucking car looked like, y'all would be like, how the fuck are you, how the fuck are you here? And two, how the fuck are you not hurt at all? Like, how you don't have nothing wrong with you? Not a a blemish, a bruise, not nothing, like, What on
0: your body is purple? Nothing. I mean basically if I could describe the damage, it looked like Godzilla took a bite out of the out of the entire front end of the car. And left the rest. Yeah,
1: it smooshed it up into the driver's.
0: You know what it looked like? It looked like a fucking T Rex stepped on the fucking hood of that bitch. And then walked away.
1: (laughs) And walked away. Look y'all, and look, check this out. This was the last thing I heard before. I, and I, and I, what I hit was a, from what everybody is telling me, I hit an 18 wheeler. So the last thing I remember was putting my foot on the brakes, looking up, seeing a red light, and then darkness. That's it. But what I heard was... <laughs> like a puff sound that's it I didn't hear a crash I didn't hear like nothing I just heard like as if it was like
0: air an air pocket that's all I heard yeah well you know shout out to uh shout out to Chrysler for making the fucking cars you know like a goddamn tank on the inside cause uh I mean, that's
1: Charger had to be like a tank, bruh, because
0: <coughs> I mean, it looked like a Batmobile before it got all crunched up, kind of.
1: Yeah, bruh, like that whole is that whole well-protected me because I feel like that would have been a different type of car, like a Corolla or some shit like that. I don't think I would
0: survive that shit. <laughs> yeah, well, shout out to, shout out to to Chrysler for the for the driver safety, you know, standards and shit. Cause, I mean, like you probably, you probably, you know, was about as fragile as a few t- toothpicks at that time. You know, at that speed, if you're going like 60 or whatever, you know, like your body coming. Full force at whatever is in front of you that airbag had to absorb all of that impact
1: yeah bruh that airbag <laughs> had to hit me with a different type of force
0: but it probably helped that you were strapped in correctly too cause if you ain't strapped in correctly then you ain't got your uh, head rest set up right then you should be all you have whiplash and all that shit but you ain't even have like your neck ain't even all ain't all cracked up.
1: <laughs> not at all. And I was and my neck was hanging to the side, shit. <laughs> like I was just <laughs> I was out of it, bro. Like I'm not trying to, I'm not y'all. And and please believe me when I say this. I'm not trying to make light of this. I'm not laughing because it's funny I'm laughing because uh, in a a sense I am thankful that I made it through but at the same time I'm kind of confused of why nothing happened to me so I'm just I'm just kind of (laughs) wondering like why like why nothing happened to me not saying that i'm not saying that i wanted something to but i'm just trying to understand how how did how did i avoid injuries even when the airbag went off in my face i'm a little i'm a little taken back by that y'all but Like everybody been telling me, God, and all this other stuff, but I really, you know what I really wish I could do, y'all? I really wish I could just take a few minutes, and it don't even have to be a long time. Just take a few minutes, sit down face-to-face with God, and just ask Him a couple of questions. And then He don't even have to give me direct answers he can give me an overall answer and let me you know decide what I want the answer to
0: be but at least I can ask him you know yeah like basically like <clears throat> what's my next move God <laughs> I
1: feel like God would be like your next move is your best move i be like look I understand. I get what you about to say. I get it. I need something a little more concrete than that.
0: Why did I live? <laughs> why did you why did you not let me die? You
1: know. Yeah, yeah, if you don't answer nothing else. full-heartedly answer that. Why did you take me then?
0: You're not ready. <laughs>
1: I mean, that
0: was the perfect job to do it. <laughs> yeah, and a lot, I lot of people...
1: God would, could've, could've, could tell me because too many people
0: would issue. I think that would be a valid story, you know. That would be.
1: But, <laughs> you, you know, I wouldn't say I wouldn't believe it. But I would say something like, I probably would say, you know, to a bad that he'd be like, too many people would miss you. But then I'd probably be like, well, my sister told me that everybody thinks I'm an asshole and they feel like that my mom and my sister should leave me alone. So I don't know who these people are talking about that would miss me. But from what I understand, is that all
0: these people are telling my <laughs> people that leave me alone. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what they be trying to like convince you of. I mean, is it that you know what they trying to tell you? No one will cook for you like them. No one will, you know, wait on you like them. No one will look after your Uh, insulin levels like them I mean what is it that they're saying you are not sufficient enough to be able to handle all on your own without their presence some of that all of that basically they basically said I'm gonna take my medicine I'm gonna take it right and all this other shit like I'm not gonna eat right and all
1: this other shit it's like look I'm not regardless what you think if you feel like I'm gonna do it or not I mean I cannot do it or not right now you know what I'm saying
0: like you just basically want to be in a situation where you just could be like fuck it I'm just gonna not deal with this today and and that be the end of it and if you sit there and close your eyes and don't wake up you okay with that?
1: Yeah, bro, Like I'm cool. Like I'm not angry. I'm not upset at the world. I'm, I'm not nothing. Like thank you, mom, for being a good mom. You know what I'm saying? Let me transcend, transcend and let me be reborn again somewhere else. Maybe my life will be totally different. You know? Maybe I'll get a chance to live and not be a diabetic
0: or maybe I'll come out to be a rich person or something, like. Shit, you ain't, you ain't, you ain't caught a, a lawyer commercial say, are you taking this medication you may be entitled to this? You know, like, shit, I mean, look, I be looking <laughs> for that shit, nigga,
1: because I be taking, look, I take 12 different pills, nigga. I think it's 12. Damn. It might be 8. It's like 8 or 10. But I take about 8 different pills. And it's all, (laughs) most of it's blood pressure medicine. Because my blood pressure stay high. Because I can't, I can't calm down. My nerves be bad 24-7. And then I got some stuff from my mood. I have some. You know, vitamins for my kidneys, different things and shit like that. But I take a lot of fucking pills, and then on top of that, I take insulin. So I mean, in my mind, it's like give me a break, dog. Like, like, (laughs) don't just think that I'm not gonna take care of myself because
0: I don't, I, I mean, I don't want to be up under y'all, so I got to do it. I mean, basically, you you had a point in your life where if you ain't figured this shit out by now, then maybe it don't need to be figured out.
1: Yeah, if I ain't figured out I need to do something about it, then, like, fuck it, like, That's all I'm saying, and it's like, when I say it, it's just like, they like, well, you, you can't do this, and you can't do it, I'm like, bro, I'm telling you right now, all of that telling me what to do shit, it's gonna have to stop, it's going to stop, it ain't gonna have to, it's going to. I'm like, can't nobody make me do nothing I don't wanna do. It's, I'm sticking by that regardless of how my life turned up. Can't nobody make me do what I don't want to. If I decided I woke up one day and I ain't wanna take nothing of pills, then I won't take nothing in pills.
0: You have to make a decision on it every day. Do I want to continue this fight, or do I want to lay it down?
1: Right, and that's what, this is what people don't understand, (laughs) like, I have to make a choice every day whether it's a, whether it's like, like I have to make a choice whether or not I want to take these, take this medicine to keep me here, you know what I'm saying? I have to make that choice every single day. Sometimes three times a day. But I have to make it, and the simple fact that I take it, take them, means that at least I haven't given completely up. You know, because if I if I decided I ain't want to do this shit, I wouldn't take that. That one of the pills. Every time I'd have the pills in my hand, I'd either flush them or fucking drop them
0: on the ground and let them dissolve in the sun. I wouldn't even take the pills. Well, you have to be motivated to do it. You know, it's kind of like when you have a person that's on life support, you know, and they got a machine that they hooked up to keep them breathing and stuff. And the family has to make a decision of if they want to keep them plugged up or pull a plug or whatever. But in this case, it's like you ain't hooked up to a plug. But if you were and you had a way to say it, just pull my plug. Oh, yeah, I would, I would definitely say go ahead and just uh, don't let me sit
1: up here and suffer. Go ahead and pull it.
0: Say y'all goodbyes. Yeah, at this point, yeah. ain't no quality of life. Yeah. Everything that I wanted to do, I missed out at doing. So it's kind of like now I'm
1: just living to just be here. And I don't want just, to just be here.
0: Yeah, it's and it's like I, I I like I hear you and like I'm I, I hear you and I hope everybody hearing like like basically you know you don't have a death wish like you want to die but you are basically lacking motivation to want to live. Yeah. So it's like. It's kind of like when you're at that stage in your life where you feel like you ain't got nothing to lose. So, you might as well put it all out there.
1: Yeah.
0: Like 50 Cent say, get rich or die trying? I mean, technically
1: that's what my life is. I'm trying to, I'm not necessarily trying to be rich, but...
0: Well, Rich could be, Rich for you could just be like, you know, not struggling, you know?
1: Yeah. You know,
0: if you need, you know, you got everything you need. You need food, your refrigerator stock, you don't feel like cooking, you got a woman or somebody to come pick, come bring you the, the food you need, you don't feel like taking the medicine, just don't take the medicine Or you have somebody around you that remind you what medicine to take if you wanted it you know but basically you have all your needs met and you really don't be having your mind focus on nothing except enjoying all of all of the freedom that you've acquired
1: the fruits of my labor. right watching tvs smoking some good chilling,
0: maybe having a dog or something. Having a little dog or something, you know, a little, you know, a little companion, you know. You know, so in case you might fall out or something like that, the dog will let people know.
1: Yeah,
0: dogs would be good. Dogs know when you, when you about to hit that moment, you know. They could smell it.
1: Marvelous used to fucking, whatever. I felt
0: bad, Marvelous used to be right up under me. Bro. Oh, for, just for some context, y'all. Marvelous was this cute little mini schnauzer dog that his sister adopted. He was great. <laughs> Had a little beard. He was so he he was so cute, but he was a gangsta ass dog. You know, on the cool. He'll fight for Mike because every time me and Mike start wrestling, he want to jump in. Like he was down for his, he was down for his man, his man, his man friend.
1: May he rest in peace. He was always down for me. He always let me, he let me pin him to the ground. That was our little game. Uh, He used to let me like rub his belly. You know, there's certain things that I could do that other people couldn't do, and. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie, I, just, I miss him, cause he was such a good dog, he wasn't, he wasn't bad, he, he didn't really bark a lot, he was just a great
0: family dog. I'm sure he was good company for you when you couldn't talk to them, you know? <laughs>
1: Look, when the last time I saw this he looked like he was ready to die. He looked like,
0: can y'all stop keeping me alive? It's time for me to fucking go. God damn. Yeah, I know that Katrina, I know that Katrina trip was stressful for him. He was throwing up all in the car and stuff. Whole thing. He was going yeah, through Yeah, but he, like, I never told you the last days of his his life. The last couple of
1: days he was in an incubator. He had passed out in the sun. He fucking had. He was blind in one of his eyes. He had heart issues. He, he had a lot of shit going on with him. It was like he was the dog version of me. And shit, I'm I be feeling like, well, shit, motherless is gone, and they and they put him and they put him under. You know what i'm saying because he was just suffering so much In my mind i'm like look me up shit.
0: i'm suffering too let me go meet marvelous at the crossroads yeah man that's sad that that you have that that outlook on life from my perspective because it's like you know i i hear what you're saying because like marvelous you know in his in his glory days You know he was, you know, like any other dog. He was full of life. He lick you, jump on you. You know he wrestle with you if you wanted to. Run around and have all this
1: energy
0: You know his little his little tail nub. Be wagging.
1: Yeah, just to see all this tapped
0: out, bruh, just laying down all the
1: time and just my feelings, because like, yeah. I ain't want to remember him like that. And, and that's the same way I don't want people to remember me when I get old. That's why I say I don't want to live all the way to be 60-70 years old with diabetes.
0: I don't want people to see me like that. Yeah, it's probably hard enough for the people that came up with it, you know. Um. But that's kind of ironic how you put it like that, you know, but, you know, Marvelous was an old dog, you know, he was old. Marvelous been around since 2005, before 2000, he was around, I remember Marvelous in 2003 as far back. I don't know far back, that's as far back as I remember, but I mean, y'all probably had him before that. Nah, it was
1: 2003, you right
0: Okay, so, yeah. We I had rem-
1: him almost 20 years.
0: Yeah, man, like, that's ancient in dog years. He was yeah, he, he was, was ready. He
1: was ready, bro. He
0: was ready to transit. Yeah, I mean, like, 20 years, and then, like, say, they say, like, dogs age every seven years. Like, every one year is, like, seven years or something, so, like that dude was like a hundred something years old shit right man. probably was
1: a hundred something years
0: so he had he had his time you know he
1: had a good life
0: what yeah he was a pampered pooch so I mean he couldn't you know you know they say all dogs go to heaven <laughs> and he definitely got some stories to tell
1: that's what you know my mama told me that dogs animals don't go to heaven because they don't have a soul but you know i don't agree with that because i feel like an
0: animal like does have a soul i would do you one better i think that animals are reincarnated people
1: I kind of feel like that
0: too. Because they personalities just be too human-like sometimes.
1: Human-like. And I
0: feel like they may not understand why they're in the body of a dog, but they just kind of fall in line. Kind of like that movie Down to Earth. I saw that shit on uh, Fire Stick today. Um, just a time reminder, we got like less than four minutes, so probably going to be wrapping up this podcast, but. I appreciate you just kind of sharing your struggles, man, because, you know, people people hear us talking, they don't really know, you know, they know my struggles because, you know, all oh, you can go back and listen to my shit, but, you know, like, I mean, there's really a saying that said you, "You at least you got your health, and sometimes we really don't understand what that means until you're in a predicament where that shit is literally all you fighting for and right now that's all you fighting for is your health your health is literally the one thing that's keeping you from all your great potential that you you know once you know felt you could achieve so it's just a lesson it's a lesson to me i gotta you know i i i I always try to take account that my health is important but understanding like if you don't take care of it you know it will slip away from you yeah,
1: yeah. it sure will so um you, ain't you know we,
0: we've all had some seem like we all kind of had some near death shit I um I talked to a friend of mine and I, I, I'm gonna end on this note she from New Orleans too, and she was like somebody that I knew that just got out of a car. Now, when you had just had your car wrecked, she got out of her car wrecked. And she called me because she saw that I posted some shit online, and she was concerned about me, like genuinely concerned, you know. So, you know, she like, let's go hang out and let's smoke together, something like that. You need to get out the house, you know. We need to, uh... we need to like, I need to help you like realize that. Your life is not over yet. Whatever you're going through. And uh, we just got to keep that in mind. Like, uh, I saw a dude online say, as long as you still breathing, you got, you got it better than the Queen of England right now because she dead and buried now. So you get to see another day and she don't get to see. Now what that means to you, how you use that time, how you use that breath, every breath you take, is precious because somebody else might not get that breath. And uh, I try to keep that in mind. And even, you know, in your situation, you're struggling, you're going through stuff, I'm not telling you you need to be grateful. I'm just saying I need to understand that there's a lot of struggles out there that people are having that are worse.
1: And, uh, I know, and that's what I try to keep in mind, that... Have to be so selfish because people are dealing
0: with worse. Alright, 10 seconds. But, but
1: then the only, the only thing. Right.
0: We're gone, y'all. We gone you all we got to cut this yeah, one. Yeah,
1: y'all. See y'all later.